Hi, I'm Talia. Hi, this is Neil. And this is Tashana, and welcome to Can, Can I, I Live? Can I live? Episode, two, episode 2 of Season 2. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Okay, so today we start off with bad news that we all received um, last week, yes. which is the passing of the great Kobe Bryant. Yeah, so again, this this news, I'm not sure how you, how you guys received it. Um, for me, it happened, I was celebrating... For my birthday, my birthday, my birthday celebration was as long. So my friends took me out to, to brunch. And, you know, at least you know at brunch nobody's on their phone. So we're just all eating, you know, catching up with my college friends. And then we got to the car. It was like around three o'clock. And then my my boy, my boy Kev, he says, "Yo, Kobe, Kobe died." And it was like a text in the car. I couldn't even drive. So I'm like, first thing I'm thinking is, this is a hoax. Like, yo, shut up. Be quiet, whatever. So like, wait, what are you talking about? You know, you always hear shit like that. Like with, they always say somebody famous yeah. in L.A. died mm-hmm. before they said Will Smith, whatever. So I was like, yo, stop playing. So before he get them saying, I'm seeing more things coming in. So I, then I checked Google and I checked, you know, TMZ, and then I saw it everywhere. So that's when it was like a, a punch to the gut when you start thinking, like, wow, that that really is really just happened. So. The whole thing about that day, though, now is hearing the stories come to you piece by piece through social media. It just just ended up being a very sad day when you started hearing the news about who could have possibly been on board. Some some media outlets were were saying that possibly all of his daughters were on board. Um, Another NBA legend, Rick Fox, they were saying could have been on board a helicopter. So it was just it was just a, a, a. just walking around in the days thinking about all the possibilities of what's going on. I mean, and then when you finally find out that it was confirmed his daughter, Gigi, who, if, if you looked in the media recently, all you do is see, you've been seeing Kobe Bryant and his daughter at the games. And you see him as a, as a retired basketball player kind of coming. Like he was away from the game, but he came back to like start going to games this year because of his daughter's interest. Um, she was like, she, her favorite, one of her favorite players was Trey Young. Trey Young, yeah. And she wanted to go to the games and be a part of it. And you see Kobe kind of coaching her. And I remember going, even seeing a Brooklyn Nets game, and he was in Brooklyn, and he took her to a game that's front row watching basketball. So it was just so sad to take all that in. And you realize they went out together on the plane, and also the other families and the seven other lives that were lost on the plane, including the pilot. So it was just a very tragic story tragic event that we're still wanting um, to even to stay almost six days later. So, um, I mean, for me, um, having Kobe, you know, basically as, you know, one of those huge figures that basically I grew up, you know, watching. I remember, um, you know, him and Brandy back in the 90s, like, he took us to her prom. And, you know, I remember the slam dunk contest in 97 where I watched Brandy like cheer for him in the crowd and like that was just like a big big deal for me. And um how I got the news was my sister just like called me, you know, randomly in the middle of the afternoon like um I don't know if you heard already but like you know Kobe had died and I'm like what? Like no, that's not true. Like Kobe didn't die. Like what? And then I'm like, I look on TMZ cuz you know TMZ basically confirms yeah, and breaks all the news. Unfortunately, yeah, TMZ is always right? accurate. 
I'm like on TMZ and I'm like, oh my God, Kobe. And, you know, for me over the years, like being like, I love, I always loved the Knicks and I always felt like, you know, I need to be loyal to the East. Like, I always knew that. <laughs> I always knew that Kobe was like the best, but you know, exactly. I, I yeah. love to like you know no to, no to, I, to hate against him. I always kind of like like to hate against him. Kobe hater, you know yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was a fan, but like from afar, you like from you had, afar, you, had like, you know, I, I wanted to I always right. you know was yeah. rooting for like the home team, but like I always had respect for Kobe and um you know just to see him grow and evolve and you know just become like this devoted you know, great father, um, how he evolved into um, retirement and stuff like that is just amazing. Um, just to see that he, you know, somebody like that died. You see all these legends in, in, in the NBA and they're old and they're like, see Still him there. ripped away, yeah. right? Like, it's so sad. But to be, yeah. to be honest, I heard a story about that. NBA, when it comes to mortality... Usually, a lot of NBA players they live to be long lives, because and, it's not like football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they don't really have like the brain issues or the other stuff that they dealt deal with. Like you see somebody like Bill Russell, right? Who played in the sixties, he's alive and well. Right. They're saying that out of the fifty or MVP, MVP, MVP players, only three players are like are dead, and Ooh. Kobe just became one of them. So, right. almost. All the MVP players who won MVP in, in, in National Basketball Association are still alive. So yeah. it's rare. No, it's rare for again someone to just die just suddenly, just like that. I would like to put my input. Um, you know, I'm not like a, a basketball fan. I know that I didn't really know much, but it speaks to his character that I did know that he was a good father. That mm-hmm. I knew that he had an insane work ethic. That I knew that you know he was a good husband trying to be a better husband. Like he was a family man, and I think that that's what mattered a lot too especially to our community to see somebody like that not just make it but then yes in different areas of his life and continue to try to be a better person so um again i wasn't like a huge fan but like i still was like dang like you know i found out from social media and mm-hmm. then i googled it and then i remember i told somebody else and he was just like you're lying they didn't have the same reaction you had. Like, yeah, like, no, it's, it's not, a hoax. I, I think we all had it. that reaction. Yeah. Like, no. I was like, no. Oh, oh, no, I recall no. Like, that, is he didn't die. That like, day, look, because it was a nice Sunday. The weather was good. It was like, every, everything was going good. It just mm-hmm. feels like that you got... Happens. You got... Yeah, kind of like 9-11. It was when, a good day. Everything Nip, was, was good. Too. Nippy, everything was good. Yeah. And you just get punched in the gut. That's what it felt like. Like, I feel... The car ride home, it was just quiet. You know? And I mean, and I'm not, this week, like, what happened with seeing him with his daughter in the videos, I mean, you're not human if you didn't, you know, cry or, 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 had, or become emotional. It made you very emotional yeah. seeing that impact again. It's cliche, but we, we sometimes take coming home for granted every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, did, I did see, like, one of the lessons that happened this week, I think everyone started it seems like, you know, at least in the first few days, everyone reached out to people they loved. And, right. And mm-hmm. even sometimes, again, a lot of people may have had, you know, little beefs with family or friends. Mm-hmm. If, there was, if there was any better time, let it go. I mean, there's a deeper story to it. You know, Kobe's family also, you know, he had a relationship with his parents that was kind of... Strange. Strange at the time as well. So imagine how they're feeling that it wasn't, you know, resolved before, you know, untimely death. So... If you have, if you love someone, give them their roses now. If you have uh, petty arguments or beefs, you might as well just let it go. 
<laughs> right. And just to chime in, like, um, I mean, we want to, you know, send our condolences out to the other seven family members, you Most know, definitely. the other seven yeah. people that perished on that, that helicopter ride. Um, even though Gigi didn't get to live her full life, um, she did get a chance to shine. I see her fade away. Like, I see she was an amazing player. And just seeing what Kobe was able to do in the NBA in his 41 years, which is a short time being on earth, like, we can celebrate his life because he was able to accomplish so much. Mm-hmm. He was able to basically be, like, you know, one of the best basketball play- players that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, he's up there with the, you know, the Jordans for me. You cannot deny it. For like, everybody, even if I'm not right? A yeah. Fan, but like, so, I did he's watch one of the best that ever did it. Let me tell you how I did, you did see that he was a good player. Okay. Right. So, you know, this is a debate that you know. We should celebrate I'm, I'm, I'm him, into basically. sports, and the debate we always have. With, you know, I'm talking to other guys. <laughs> <laughs> it would always be like, see, Kobe, right? I wasn't like a, a fair fan of his, but I always respected his game and, and the model mentality and how hard he worked. We love to kind of like uh, but hate a little he bit. He came in, a, in an era where he was between Jordan and between LeBron, so he was right. always put against somebody that mm-hmm. I liked their game better because I always know Kobe again. He's great, but as in the basketball way, it was he was more of the like he had bravado. He was like you know he he took a lot of shots. He was more of like get his numbers first more than like LeBron was like a facilitator. So mm-hmm. I always used to kind of like put Kobe and Allen Iverson in the same bracket. Like they were kind of more selfish. They had, they needed to take a lot of volume shots to be effective, while Jordan and LeBron I felt were more efficient. Mm-hmm. Don't be a little technical. So right, because I, 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 I don't think I, I, AI I, I, goes I, I, in the same I, category, but okay. <laughs> I, 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 prefer their same, I prefer their games a little better. So, you know, you have friends and they always have the talk about comparing who's better. But I think now, after what happened, it, it should be no more comparisons. It should be everybody, everybody is great, and we'll celebrate them as for what they are and what they have done for the sport. It shouldn't be LeBron over Kobe, Kobe over LeBron. It should just right. be there, but they're all great. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody doing, especially now, and that's way too Well, funny. yeah. Way too So that, that talk should be done in the, bar, the barbershops. <laughs> Just seeing um, Tracy McGrady, his old friend and old colleague, and one of the other, you know, greats of the NBA, you know, he led in scoring at some point in his career. Just seeing that, how close their bond was. And at some point when I watched um, T-Mac's interview, when I watched what he was saying, basically um, Kobe was saying he wanted to die early and he wanted to be immortalized. Um we basically have to be mindful about what we say. Like, you know, sometimes life and death can be in the power of the tongue. So, you know, I do think that now, and you know, in his later years, he wanted to yeah, see I his children grow. Yeah, I heard that was in his, in his younger years. Yeah. When, when, once he had kids, he was. Yeah, he wanted he, to see his kids grow. But um, yeah, it was it was just beautiful to see all the NBA players like come out and mourn and give the, give people their flowers while they're here. You know, we're gonna celebrate Kobe's life. That was that was heavy. But you know, we had to had to talk about it, had to do it. But what that topic did also, you know, what the passing of, of Kobe Bryant and the, the passengers this tragic event had did, it, it did shed a light on men in general, uh, or even black men uh, showing. showing emotions. I mean, showing emotions. That, uh, this week, I, I seen a lot of my peers that I grew up with are black men show more emotions than I've seen in a long time where they were crying or or just walking You're around right. with a Absolutely. sad with a sad face. And in general, usually we are we're like we're always feel like we have to hold it in or not let it out. But there's there's gonna be a lot of things we go through that sometimes you have to, you know, 
get your emotions out. Sometimes you need a safe place to heal or to address whatever life traumas you're going through. Which also can, like, sorry to, mm-hmm. you. Uh, which also goes to, like, I feel like as women, too, mm-hmm. you have to create the safe space for your significant other, your brother, or whoever, to feel that way, to express their emotions, and fathers as well. Most definitely. Um, but I just feel like when you have also, you can't do it with your boys, or you can't do it around your dad, and then you try to do it with your mom, or your sister, or whatever, your girl, and, and telling you to man they up. telling you to man up, and they, you know, make it fun of you. Suck, it's like, where it can up. I go? Suck it where up. can I go to, to release my frustrations? So, you know, I, we just have to, not just, uh, like, black people, everyone. 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 Mm-hmm. But I just see, like, we give more of a negative connotation to each other. And so we give it to all men, I feel That's like, true. that do it. We don't just do it just to, uh, to ourselves. Right. We do it to all men who mm-hmm. show any type of emotion. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, we have to, you have to release it. I mean, again, like, um, even when, when um, you know, back to Kobe Bryant, when uh, TNT had had a show again, you know, and uh, Shaquille O'Neal was on Inside the NBA and they had a, a little tribute. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal was 7'2", you know, 300 pounds, but he was, you know, crying and ex- expressing his emotions of how he felt. Uh, I know he probably felt a little regret in how they haven't spoken in, in four years since 2016 since he retired. So mm. he, he got a lot of emotions out. Kobe Bryant was speaking to his son. His son was going through stuff. Um, Sharif O'Neal and mm-hmm. and he reached out to him and said, "Are you okay?" Checking on his son. So it was like he had an impact that you see of all his peers. That Kobe Bryant was like a mentor. He would speak to everyone. So I know everybody in the league, you know, who's been around was was taking it very hard, and which are men. So men had to show emotions that we commonly don't show, or we commonly hold inside. I don't know which was rare, but it shouldn't be rare. We should be able to let it out when, you, when, 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 you, when you've lost someone or when you're suffering, you know, tra- traumatic has happened to you. Well, even any, any type of emotion, too. Any emotion, yeah. Like, you should be able to express it without fear of judgment. Right. And, I mean, I, I just think that, um, and I hate to go back to that, because um, we, we retort to that a lot. We go back to slavery a lot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, strong, unfortunately, yeah. it does go back to that. Um, black men were reduced to oxes, bucks, you know, different things like that. So the emasculization of yeah. black men has been going on for so many generations. We basically have to do our due diligence in trying to break that. Um, we have to let them know that it's okay to cry. It's okay to have feelings. You know, a lot of times mental health, depression, sadness, you know, it's not always welcome, but we have to do our due diligence in saying that, like, it's okay to have those feelings. Like, those and are normal feelings. Them express that's, them That's the thing. When you don't allow someone to have a yeah. healthy outlet for that, then they start doing wild shit. Or then they turn to like um, they turn like you know they may go in the streets and, mm-hmm. and release right. it there. They mm-hmm. may start punching holes in the walls. Yeah. They right. Like you know what I mean? They might because smack their girlfriend up. Ultimately, we know that Again? right. We know aggression and, and hostility and anger. We know that's a secondary emotion. The first emotion that you really like feel hurt. is sadness mm-hmm. and hurt. So go through those emotions that you feel. Thank you're hurt. You. You're sad. Thank go you. ahead and cry. You should be able to, be sad. to release it in yes. a natural way. Not and punch a... You don't necessarily have... If you want to punch a hole, punch a hole. But, like, you don't have to necessarily feel that, you know? Yeah. You don't have to go through going out in the street and but getting people, in trouble. A lot of people don't understand that in order to understand 
not just yourself, but certain emotions. Like you said, you, there's an unpacking of it. You have to experience it on every level. And that's what mm -hmm. I mean by everybody coming together to try to change that. Because, like, a lot of people don't like to actually feel the emotion. Like, because, like you said, like, it's not just I'm mad. There's an uh, emotion before that. But right. if you feel like that's you're going to be a punk for even so much as feeling it or trying right. to acknowledge that, then you just go to the other one. Because right. that's what's going to get your respect. Or that's what's going to get, you know, the right. desired effect. Because you automatically go to that, I'm a man. I'm, I'm not going to cry. I'm a man. I'm not going to, you know, cry, or, you know, feel sad or whatever. I'm not going to be a punk. I mean, you automatically go to that. A lot of these stuff that, that we hold in, as, especially as a black community, has been leading to a lot of the mental health issues we have. Just not being able to express yourself or let certain things go. It's secondary. To, because <laughs> you got to think of what we go through with That's the true. outside world. That's and true. then when you come home and then you can't release however you were treated. Like, let's say somebody, um, God forbid, spit on you because you're black outside. Mm -hmm. And then you come home and then you can't even tell your wife. You can't say how sad you were that people were treating you this way. So it's like, again, who am I supposed to go to? That's like the mental slavery aspect of it, like how we grew up, how, how you know, we are as a people. I mean, that's why the late Bob Marley said, you know, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's how we're going to become free is if we can be free in how we express ourselves, free in how we communicate. But basically, I understand what you're saying, and I think what we're saying is related. So basically, how do you think that we can kind of unpack? Because we know that anger is secondary, right? We know that hurt emotion, you know, hurt is, is the first thing that you feel. How do we get to that hurt and address that hurt without any shame, fear, and embarrassment well, or results into going out in the street and, you know, wanting to get yourself in trouble. Well, that's why I said, you know, it starts with, I don't want to just put it on the women. I feel like it's men too, parents or brothers and sisters. You have to create the safe space. Like, you have to let somebody know that they can come and talk to you. You have to give off the energy that you can approach me without me judging you. Because sometimes it's not even like how you treat the person. Maybe it's how you're presenting yourself or what you say in reference to other things that makes people be like, well, I'm not going to talk to this person about that. If I'm feeling this way, I'm not going to come to you. You have to create that space first. And then I, that's if you're relying on a support system, which I feel like in this situation, unfortunately, I feel like men would have to rely on um, a support system. See, me, myself, I just spend a lot of time alone. So when you spend a lot of time alone, you get to know yourself a lot better. So mm -hmm. I can unpack certain emotions. Some I still have difficulty with. But when, I, when you kind of like, I don't want to sound corny, but like when you're still kind of, when something happens, before you react, just sit, think about it. What am I feeling? So you How basically found um, good coping mechanisms to figure out um, and process your emotions. Mm -hmm. So you've found basically stillness. And the, and meditation, the, yeah, the med mm -hmm. being in your, being in the moment, because being in basically like understanding that you're in this space in this time, you have to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. You have to process that mentally that you're in this moment. This is the only moment that you have. Mm -hmm. The past doesn't exist. <laughs> basically, it happened already. Like it doesn't exist. The future, you know, it happens. I and mean, you know, if you're lucky. Yeah. So I mean, I think that for me. Um, also, therapy is a great way of, you know, mm -hmm. unpacking things and, um, you know, coping with, you know, different emotions. But there's also a stigma on that, too. I don't well, that's think that... Why, so we have to, yeah, yeah we therapy have to is not a bad thing. Like, we need exactly. to get to understanding that therapy is not a bad thing as a people in general. Well, then you, then you got to think about it, too. Good therapists that's actually going to care, money. 
what don't a lot of us have to spare money on money. that. <laughs> on that, right? Yeah, it's like, especially on that. Especially if you have to take care of a household of having kids. You know what I mean? If your got your job is giving you trouble. If like you know what I mean? It's just it's more difficult. I feel like it can be done. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just a little bit harder for us and it's like you said to get the, therapy? To get therapy, yeah. I mean, therapy to get quality therapy. Ther- Someone ther- who's not just going to throw pills at ther- you. Therapy also could be like the old school way. When you, when you when you're going through struggles, or talk to sometimes somebody. talking to That's someone, what I was saying. talking like, to someone, like, or even going to ch- even <laughs> even sometimes going to church. That that community that, that's, that's that's free therapy right there every Sunday that you can get. You know, I depending got on yeah. <laughs> depending you know, on how you your job you, you covers rock with that. different therapies, your therapists you and stuff like that. If you have a job that covers mm-hmm. that, you know, your job can cover you know different therapists and stuff like that. Because I know, like, for if you have private health care. Your job will cover it, but so much. It's still mm-hmm. a lot of money. So, again, it goes to, like, your living situations, your bills, however many people you're taking care of. It's, it's more difficult, in my opinion. But that's why I was getting to, like, a support system doesn't only have to be, like, a therapist. It could be a trusted friend, your mother, your father, whoever you can go to that you know is not going to pass judgment. Right. And who's also wise enough to give you good, or not even to give you good advice, just to listen without running and telling that. Right. It doesn't have to be a, a, a therapist where you're going to, like, this psychiatrist that costs a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you could talk to somebody that can make you feel better and can help you unpack and, you know, get through the situation that you're going through, then definitely go do that. Just don't feel like you can't talk to anybody. Right. You have to go mm-hmm. in, you know, beat somebody up or shoot somebody or do something crazy. Don't keep or it hurt in. Yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Right. I mean, everybody should have, you know, you need a friend, an outlet. outlet. It sounds like it could be a mom, dad, that you can talk to, that you, you know, let what you're going through out, you know, and get some guidance, good or bad. Yeah, that's why it's good. You found meditation, you found stillness, you found being in the moment. You know, we all could could find that. And those are good coping mechanisms. If you're going to go exercise, do yoga, those are all coping mechanisms. So... Now we're going to, that leads us to also, um, Neil had sent us a nice little meme of Peppa saying about, you know, basically putting Will against, is it, how do you pronounce his name? Is it Tretch? Uh, Tretch. Well, yeah. I, I, not Tretch. I mean, Tretch or Tupac, whatever, whatever bad boy of the 90s. Well, she wasn't with Tupac, I so. mean, whatever bad boy of the 90s <laughs> that y'all want to, you know, put in there. So basically. She said she didn't like him. She was making it sound like, first of all, I didn't even know Will even try to holler like that, but. So I guess don't pass judgment. Fuck not, out of here! That's what it says. All in your face. I guess in this meme it says uh, Sandra Pepper Denton regrets not dating Will Smith. She says he wasn't thug enough. I was attracted to thugs and hoodlums. Will was too nice to me. Too nice to me. I hear this all the time. Too nice. <laughs> good guys. The good guy finished last. I don't <clears throat> see. So okay, as a woman. I already told y'all this. I like a nice balance of both. I don't like somebody that's too thuggish, that's too, like, you know, and, and that's what my friend was explaining to me. It's not that you like somebody that's, like, a little thug. You like somebody with a little bit of, like, swag, a little bit of edge, a little bit of, like, not, not like. So what's the first corny? I don't even think, I don't think that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know where she got that from. I feel like if I had to choose, I would choose somebody that treated me right over someone that, In the that, 90s, like, yeah, he was kind of corny if you're comparing him to trash. <laughs> I watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I don't think he was corny. I just thought he was like young. Kind of goofy. Goofy is not corny. Goofy can make me laugh. I need to laugh. When you talking about when he got to the Wild Wild West? (laughs) No, I'm talking about when he was on the Fresh Prince show. He was a little goofy. That's not corny though. Not not corny. I'm I'm just saying what she was probably thinking. Look at this corny little kid. 
Basically, he was she, like the soft rapper, yeah. and you wanted Tresh. She wanted someone the, that, that looked the part. The hood rapper. Yeah. Listen, I don't like too much. He was much too shit. nice. I don't like He's too much of a gentleman. She wants somebody that's going to pull her hair out. <laughs> don't do that either. Because you was low-key throwing shade just now. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what he's... That was what was alleged mm. in the book. So, But, but I mean, isn't there a stigma though? Like, I, I, I believe it. That, that there's a, there's no, a, there when, is. When guys are too nice or too overly I don't feel that way, but good, there is. Some people take it the wrong way. They take it as he's too nice. So there's something wrong with him. Why is he so nice? Or he's a I see what you're saying. Like, his penis must be small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. If you're an asshole, I mean, you got big dick. No, a lot of people confuse. No, no, no. A lot of people confuse confidence. Well, they confuse like big dick energy with like toxicity or like you know like oh no, he got big dick energy. No, he is probably a woman beater, and he's gonna cheat on you and mentally abuse you because he knows that you're gonna stay for the penis. Yeah. <laughs> but big dick energy is different. It's different. That's not it. <laughs> What does big dick energy look like? There's <laughs> a certain confidence a person has. How you can be confident. Room, how they, but that's why it's not confidence is different. Does Safari have that? Conf- no, he doesn't. We know that Safari. I don't think he has. Well, you know what? He might because he's extremely like. <laughs> he's willing now. Yeah. So. No, I, I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, okay. Oh, I was so, talking about clearly, his clearly, attitude. Clearly like, somebody's been of, on the internet. <laughs> I was talking about like his, his attitude. Like, you know what I mean? He, he doesn't does, have that. He does have big dick energy. He just is a he's a little corny only because he does too much. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't care though. So that means he's, he's, right, he's just himself, like, which confidence. makes it which makes it big dick energy. Like he he, 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 he does a lot of shit that require a lot of confidence. Not even that. So I like I was saying with big dick energy is also like Standing how you how you move a, how you move around a room. Yeah. How you like interact with other people, like how you carry yourself is not that like it's all of that and like combined with your confidence. So basically, you're saying you're expecting. BDE. And to, you can to, still be a nice guy. To be an asshole. No. To, to I'm be, saying a lot of people be, expect. Had that swagger where he's not going not gonna to give a fuck. I'm saying people you can have a swag. You too, and I feel like you can be a nice guy and have you still be a nice guy. Yeah, you think a nice guy have LDE. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> and, that doesn't depend on whether you're to, nice or an asshole. He's trying to, he's trying to over, <laughs> over, you know, substantiate the goodness because... You know his pound game maybe maybe lacking. So you think nice, you think nice guys just can't put it can't put it down. That's not what I said. I said, I said <laughs> that people confuse BDE with assholes. They think that someone that's an asshole because of that behavior that they're giving off big dick energy, and they're not. They're just an asshole. You're just saying mm. because yeah, right. I, I feel like you can have like I said you can be a nice guy mm-hmm. and still have big dick energy, right? And still have confidence and still like you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of guys that are like emotional, but they're confident and they right. know how to treat you well and they know how to handle a motherfucker that get out of line. So, right. I mean, you can have both. You can be both. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, people do just, people do. She's right. It people kinda, label, um, you know, nice guys. Like Ciara in, um, just, Ciara in Future versus Ciara in um, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like how people compare them. Like she went with this guy who was not the nice guy. And look, oh. look what he gave yeah, her. Yeah, you know what I mean? But girls confuse future mm. with having BDG. But, Have we ever seen it? Yes. But she <laughs> waited. She waited. They had you this saw whole celibate. <laughs> Somebody this might celibate. be on the internet. <laughs> they had a celibate relationship, Russell Wilson and Ciara. And then when they got married, they basically consummated their relationship. And she was basically like, nah, my husband put it down. Like, 
it doesn't necessarily, you know, sometimes people just have that, that asshole mentality mm-hmm. and it's not, it has nothing to do with BDE. Well, what is it, whatever it is. Yeah. Or like being a nice guy. Or, it's just either you're a nice guy or you're an asshole. But right. I feel like, like he's right. People do get So is Russell a nice guy? Let me stop. Russell is a nice guy. <laughs> he seems to be. He's taking care sure of a kid that's act. not his. He's doing a great job. Oh, I heard they have another child on the way, too. And they have another mm-hmm. baby. Baby three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Give me a Yeah, break. I didn't see that. Give me a break. <laughs> Sorry, we're having like a little snack okay. thing going on. We'll be right back in Thank 30 you. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> We hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what, is, what about Chris Brown? Does he have BDE? He has BDE, but he's We've seen his pictures on the internet, too. No, you know what I'm going to say, though? I don't think he has BDE. But Drake. Drake has we BDE. Have his, no, but there was a lot of uh, radio victims who said that his... The, the, the girl was on the thing, and she said... She was like, Drake know what he working with. And she did like this. <laughs> That's why I still love him, okay? <laughs> you have to love Drake. A lot of guys hate Sensitive. on him, but we have to love Drake. He got this, she The said. perfect Scorpio. <laughs> and he be taking shots when necessary. So, mm. you know, I just don't and like he's that. he's willing to pop off mm. when necessary, yes. Well, perfect, verbally. Perfect amount of to- to- toxicity. <laughs> fight too. I seen him throw his money at the strip club. Like, well, what's up? <laughs> yeah, with his 25. Goons. No, I'm not. All right, let me stop. I like Drake. I like oh, Drake. Mean, we what, might be together one day. What, so when, 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 when <laughs> fight, I love you, Drake. When he's fighting Chris Brown in, in um, New York City bars, 10 June or whatever spot that no, was. No, he was petty in the club. Chris Brown started. Chris Brown popped it off. What he said. Chris Brown popped it off. He started it. Uh, R&B beefs. It, it was cute. Okay. Yeah. 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 But over Rihanna. <laughs> we are always in the middle of some trouble. <laughs> she is. Don't blame my price, my, my Pisces queen. Mm. I love her though. Yeah. Okay, so, mm-hmm. so basically on that topic, we're just saying that, at least from my perspective, I don't think nice guys are cornballs. No, I think it's, that's the misconception, and it's also what you what you're used to, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. you saw your brothers or your, your father a certain way. How you grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, if you're used to people from the street, even though Will was from the street, <laughs> born and raised in West Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So I think, is that, that, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's it for it. today. That's it for today. Thank we you, guys. We enjoyed you this know, episode. We also, we, we want to, again... Say rest in peace yes, to the great Kobe. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and, and the rest Gigi, of the yes, yes, yes. of the seven people who were he was killed sending in the our tragedy. thoughts and prayers to um, Vanessa Bryant, to Kobe Bryant's parents, um, his daughters, his daughters, his sisters. And we're gonna take a eight second moment of silence before we wrap the show up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, again, you can follow us on Instagram. Um, where are we Instagram? I'm sorry, guys. I just, I just lost it. <laughs> can I Live? Oh, Can I Live the podcast, podcast on Instagram. No spaces, no underscores, no punctuation marks. On Twitter, we are Can I Live the Pod. 
I'm on Twitter at um, Melanated Goddess 1111. I'm on Cream51 on Instagram. And this is Tishana, and I'm I Speak Fairy on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, give us some suggestions. That's about it. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Peace Join out. us. Peace. <laughs>